listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Lindsay After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Lindsay After Show. This what? guy is my favorite song. What an appropriate request. Because what is this song called? I New York, New York. And where is Lindsay living? <laughs> She's back in New York. Start spreading the news. <laughs> Permanently living now, thankfully, we found out in this episode. That's right. The entire episode was about Lindsay finally getting the keys, and we can all take a giant breath. Uh, Lindsay's in her apartment. <laughs> when they handed her those keys, I just it was just a, such a moment. A moment in television history. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you are watching AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Lindsay on OWN. I'm your host, Kylie Hodges. And to my left... Oh, oh my oh, nearest oh, left. I'm used to <laughs> left. Yes, guys, right. I'm Stephanie McGraw. And I'm Grant Rudder. Hello. And so this was episode two, season one of Lindsay. So this week was uh, carrying into last week, which was Lindsay needs an apartment. She's in New York, and she's been living in a hotel for a month, and she's getting real anxious. Um, And so we start out the episode where it's been a month, and she still doesn't have those keys. And where we left off last, Cash, her broker, was acting a little shady. Mm -hmm. Um, And so so we we saw her assistant... um, Skipping on his name. Matt. Matt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matt was uh, doing the runaround, trying to get the keys for Lindsay, and she's in her hotel room, and it's a mess, and she's asleep, and it, to me, mm-hmm. gave off the vibe that Lindsay isn't really doing well. I was wondering at that moment, oh, is she back to her old ways? Like, why would she be sleeping for three hours in a Exactly. Afternoon? That was, a, to be honest, Kylie, that was the first things that came to my head. When you... See, you think, okay, is this drama being created straight away to start off people, viewers, being intrigued to watch this? Because when they make note that it's 3 p.m. in the afternoon, Lindsay's still asleep. You've got Matt coming in and it's almost like they're role-playing a child-parent relationship where he's going, what are you going to wear, Lindsay? We have Mm -hmm. to get dressed now. She's like, I don't care, I don't care. He's like, no, come on, let's put on your clothes. Mm -hmm. And you kind of think, okay, what was she doing the night before? Mm-hmm. We're coming out. We're sober at the moment. We're working on that. But what was she doing the night before that makes you stay in bed until 3 o'clock? Right. And and we learned that that same day or maybe that same week, at some point, Lindsay found out that her mother, Dina, had just gotten a DUI. Yep. I mean, I've never experienced a parent getting a DUI, but I can only imagine that that would do a lot of harm on a family and especially when Lindsay is in such a fragile place like her like what we're seeing she's sleeping late and she Mm -hmm. cries a lot when she has to do work and um it seems like she's in a sticky situation and then we learned uh that she wasn't agreeing to her shooting schedule and so it was a lot of back and forth with her on the phone with the executive of Pilgrim Mm -hmm. um I don't know Grant 
what was going on with the the phone calls between Pilgrim and Lindsay? Lindsay felt like she was being held for ransom because mm-hmm. basically they, they they took the checks back when she was finally going to get her place, and, and I guess it was kind of an agreement between the production company and her that they would help her out get that place, and also kind of like let her you know know that they can they're going to work with her in so many ways, and unfortunately, like many things the. Things get screwed up, and then it kind of all fell apart. And that's like the last thing she needs, especially when it comes to something as important as this with getting her place. So it really, I felt for her in a way, because it was a tough spot. And that guy got on the phone, he really did damage control. What did you think of that? How quick he tried to like get her, like, he like broke it down, like, one, here's this, two, here's that. You know, my initial thought was he called her sweetie, and I hate that. That's why people like... call me buddy. Not into that either. <laughs> Don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I, when I when I first heard him call her sweetie, I was like, oh, he's. This sounds like it's going to be a manipulative conversation. But he did. He did damage control. And to be fair, I think I don't blame him for what they did. I mean, they they're tied up in money. It's their job to make a show about her. And if they mm. can't rely on the subject of the show to follow through, sometimes you have to do a little extra, um, you know, jumping through hoops and things to make that happen. And unfortunately, it does seem a little manipulative. This is the first Mm. reality or real-life show, docu-soap, whatever you want to call it, that has referenced the production company and then next week the network. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see that side. of They're bringing them front. I mean, how did you guys, though, think in terms, as Kylie just mentioned, the manipulative tactics was it manipulative was it the network by then sending forth the check saying we'll get her into the apartment we'll put forward the money if she can't do it at this moment but mm-hmm. at the same time we know that's the condition that she's then going to owe us for the filming i mean what's your opinion about that well i think it's uh i found it as they're trying to cover their own butts mm-hmm. you know and they need to do what they need to do to get that footage i think from Lindsay's point of view it would have felt manipulative but at the same time, she needed an apartment, and that was pretty nice of them. Um, I, I'm, an, I'm a reality producer myself, and I honestly can't imagine my boss fronting the talent of, on our show money for their housing situation. So I think that's uh, very – I feel like it gets messy when you're involving work and your outside life and from the outside you see he's sort of saying that you see this perspective that it's very generous but then you also like but hold it there's an underlying meaning to that the intentions really truly was at the end of the day i mean at the end of the day it's yeah at the end of the day it's they need the show and i mean Lindsay needs an apartment and that's the truth about these reality shows in general i mean it's it's all about the there's there's a project there and mm-hmm. it's to get this produced. There's no real time to wait around for somebody. Like there's a schedule in place, no matter how much of a scope you really think you're giving people. And this really is the, the probably the rawest I've seen in reality mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really honest and uh, interesting that they're willing to talk so candidly about the production company like that, especially in in sort of a negative light, but not really. Like, Mm. it doesn't show Lindsay giving praises to them at all. No, they didn't edit any of that out, did they? And I I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I appreciate that a little bit. It makes me feel like I'm really, really, truly seeing the truth of the situation, which you you can question with a lot of reality TV. The power of editing is um, a powerful thing mm-hmm. and and when you see things like that you feel like you're really seeing the truth mm. mm-hmm. 
So that would, in that case then, how did you guys find the conversation with her dad? Interesting. You know I love the family. And it was really truthful in a way, which I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, up until there was a point there when Michael brought up who she's talking to, which you can tell Michael has been on reality shows before. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to play to the cameras, and he knows what people are looking for. And he definitely had that moment, and she called him out about it in so many ways and let him know that she didn't want to do that. She's tired of this. Um, and to me, it was just really kind of like it was going so well. And like she mentioned, it was going so, so well for so long. And then about three quarters into the this dinner, at least that we saw, then it kind of took a turn. And he was there for the cameras for uh, a little camera time more than anything else. And, and there is everything else. So you think it was for the camera time? Well, that he brought up who mm-hmm. she's speaking to, mm-hmm. or who she's to, she's talking to this football player. Because really, that's she. He knows that his daughter doesn't want to discuss that on camera. They can see the cameras in the room. Yeah, he mm. could have talked to her about that in any situation. I feel like, I mean, he gets it. He's playing the game with the producers. He knows that they want like a juicy scene for this show, and he's going to try and feed it to them. Uh, I did feel bad for Lindsay, though. I mean, it's yeah. already hard enough, like, telling your parents, like, who you're dating or whatever. And then when you know that there's, like, a camera on you and you just really don't want to talk about it. I mean, he was drilling her. Yes. He was really trying to get her to talk. But What did you think? I mean, I don't think for Lindsay and everything else that her parents have seen her do and discuss, um, I don't really think that, yeah, that possibly talking about a boyfriend for her, honestly, is the hardest thing that she's ever done. No, not um, at all. I mean, I've, I, yeah. yeah. My, here's my thought, though. I think that's one of the few precious things that she has that's still private-ish. Mm. I, you guys sounded like you knew that she was seeing somebody, but that was news to me. Did you guys know that? Well, Wendy Williams talked about it, okay. but that was a few months ago. And so these two, who knows? It was just four days ago they released her, what was it, her 36, the guys that she's accomplished. Oh, yeah. the, the list. The list. Oh, I was reading that so, yesterday. It made me sad. Her, I don't really think she's ever been one to be, you know, um, discreet about her personal life. That's true. Show. She's got a list up there. So, just yeah. saying. So, speaking of personal lives, mm-hmm. I want to take a quick break to tell you guys about a new show that I'm mm-hmm. so excited to watch on March 18th on Oxygen called Chasing Maria Menunos. Tuesdays on Oxygen. I'm Maria Menunos, and my life can get a little crazy. I host Extra. I'm an actor, producer, dancer, wrestler, and a lot of other things. I live with Kevin, my boyfriend of 15 years. Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like. And my parents. Yep, I just said I live with my parents. You drive me crazy. You drive me crazy. My parents want us to get married. You both love each other. Get married. Kevin and I don't. I am going to get married when I want to get married. I think I want kids. Kevin definitely doesn't want them now. This is being pushed on to us. And of course, my parents wanted them yesterday. This year, you got to have it. And I have a house full of people counting on me for Financially. If I take my eye off the ball, everything can fall apart. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or wants us to do. It's what we want to do. Everyone thinks that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one. I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menounos is so new. Every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on Oxygen. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to watch that. I don't know about you guys. I'll be watching. I want to see the inside <laughs> of that. Maria and Kevin. Yes. Should be fun. Now, going back to Lindsay, <laughs> poor Lindsay, uh, this, <laughs> this dinner with her dad made me really sad. Um, and I think it's because she had conversations with her dad that I've 
I feel very lucky to say I've never had to deal with my parents. Luckily, I grew up in a home where my parents aren't divorced. Um, I've never had, like, financial issues with them or anything. And and her talk with her dad just, it made me so sad when they were talking about how he wasn't around for her little brother that much and how he's made these promises to her and her siblings growing up and then he didn't always follow through. Plus, he has these two extra children on the side that mm-hmm. Lindsay does not want to have anything to do with. What, what did you guys think about that conversation? Uh, <laughs> you I guys, I feel like you both have a lot to say, and you're like, ah, am I Well, first? I mean, those extra, those extraneous children that you're discussing, supposedly, <laughs> um, one of them wanted to get, like I mentioned last week, a pro- get plastic surgery to look like her, so it sounds like they're I don't know these people, but it sounds like they could be opportunists, allegedly, maybe. And so, like, she doesn't want to get involved with them. And I, I agree with her in a way. Um, yeah, I mean, I, but plus, you have, you have to keep in mind that Dina is there. And, you know, I love her, but she it was just, I mentioned in this discussion that basically she's kind of turns those kids against their father and kind of really cut them out of, cut him out of their lives. And so... You can only imagine what she's saying. The beloved children that Michael had while she, while he was married to Dina. So it's just naturally bad blood there. Do you believe what he was saying, though? Like, I feel like with divorces, a parent is going to be very he said, she said, and obviously they don't want to be the bad guy. So do you really believe that it was all Dina keeping him away from the kids? No, I think I think in any situation when it gets ugly and the parents really, they use their children as literally as bait. And, you know, they bounce one child off another saying, you know, to try and get them on their sides. And, again, there's by no means it's never right. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it happens far too often than what it does. Mm -hmm. But in this case, we're going to see one side. I bet if you go and put the cameras on Dana at that exact same moment and say, what do you think Michael said this and this about you, she's going to have a complete opposite side. You're going to see, no, I had a husband who cheated on me. I have four children. He has he had two children. Um, he's you know been in and out of jail. Um, he's had addiction issues, alcoholism. I mean, you're what was right. I supposed to do? That's and, exactly how it's been spun all these yeah. years. You're absolutely right. I mean, she just she'll, she went on Dr. Phil and said basically everything you just said. Yeah, I, I think wanna... it's really sad too that they're taking the, they took that divorce so publicly. Yes. Like, why well, did she have to go on Dr. Phil to talk about well, it? Well, now it's time for Lindsay to have that vodka pizza with Dina <laughs> and have, yeah. and get this side now. It really is time for her to come on. I mean, we saw her last week. She posed in front of the house. She, you know, she how excited she was to have Lindsay back. But let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah. Let's see what she's got to say now. That's what I want to see. Well, what we did just see, that she got a DUI. Yeah, so, so obviously she's not the golden parent. I mean, the thing I want to bring up, though, with that, when we've seen, we've now met the mum and dad. I mean, we all know them, but we've met them on this show. So episode one, we introduced briefly to Dina. Episode two, um, we saw dad, Michael. Um, Talking more larger scope, but focusing back on addiction issues, which this whole series really is about. Where regardless of Lindsay Lowen, whoever her last name is and who she is, we're looking at an individual who has uh, addiction. Mm-hmm. Whether we've just confronted and we've only been shown it's alcohol, we do know she has a, has a history with drug abuse. So we're following an individual who, like many addicts, is going to relapse lots of times. Mm-hmm. Addiction is not something that you conquer. It's something that you manage for the rest of your life. And the fact that she happens to be in the um, public profile, she has been since a very young age, and she's selected to then 
document her recovery on this um, coming out of rehab. The thing was that you also then have to look at, though, the the parental background. You've got a father who has, you know, who has been an addict, a mother who has also been an addict. And it's just that also, it's not just environment, there's also a strong genetic influence. And the more that they're going to show the family, it's also just going to give everyone, I think all the viewers, a larger scope that it's not just an individual isolated case. Lindsay didn't just go to Hollywood, find fame, and then this is what has brought it to it. There's so many other factors, and you're never going to label just one instant. This has caused Lindsay to be, you know, she was just born to be a diva. Now, we're Mm -hmm. looking, I mean, I think people need to also realise we're also looking at a mental health issue here. And that is, you know, very important besides everything else that's going on. So if Lindsay, just, I'm just curious of what you, what you think. If Lindsay grew up and got a job at JCPenney, do we think that she would still, be, I mean, she'd still be an addict, but, she, you know, what do you think? Um, how much do you think really it all comes to, was it, is it inevitable? That's basically what I'm asking. What do you think? Oh, interesting. It's, that's a difficult question. You can never say, it is going to 100% happen, but in terms of statistical chances that she's more likely to be susceptible based on also a genetic predisposition and then putting in a particular um, environment. I mean, you're just weighing up the chances against her for developing a, a form of addiction. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like I'm just, not, it's you not can never, I'm not going to say this child, based on because she has two parents that are addict, mm-hmm. that she's there for, for going to become addict. No, you can't. But research and statistics shows us that she is more highly likely to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and we talked last week about how her parents are enablers in her life. And I, I can only imagine that regardless of what she grew up to be, uh, she probably still would have had maybe some sort of issues just because they seem like a tumultuous family. However, this entire life that she lives in is just asking for issues. Like when you live in New York and you have a crew of people who are yes people around you all the time, it's really easy to get your way. And so I'm worried that if she does relapse, it would be very easy for her to do that. I kind of had a moment when I was watching this episode, and I was watching her trying to struggle, getting her career back, finding this place, acclimating to New York, and then, of course, the, the personal problems with her family. And I was thinking, like, would this girl do better if she just kind of went to, like, a state, like, in the middle of the country and just kind of just took herself out of it. Of course, she's, you know, she has to keep her career moving, so she's, you know, that's what she's doing. But, like, I wasn't frustrated for her. Is that what you're saying? Like, why New York or L.A. and why trying to do the business right now? Yeah. Like, you know, even Amanda Bynes pulled herself out entirely and she's, you know, going to school. That's a whole different situation in itself. But I just was like, Lindsay, just... Not, not saying give up, but just do something else for the time being. You can't, it's just too much too soon, in my opinion. Yeah. For her to try to walk back into this career and walk into sobriety and living in a big city. I just think it's too much. It's too much to ask for someone like that who's in this position. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Grant, I couldn't agree with you more. And both did that. I am, I mean, I wouldn't be, I'm not, not interested. I'm very interested in watching the shows, Lindsay, but um, personally, I'm very against, um, like, I'm very against all of Dr. Drew and showing the rehab celebrity because mm. A, it's so fake and scripted, and B, you're looking at people's mental health and their lives, and it, it, you cannot work through and even through any forms of treatment. And treatment, she's going to have ongoing treatment. Once you leave rehab, doesn't mean you're 
bam, you're cured. Get back into what you're no doing. Way. It is a lifelong managing process. And to be then fixated your life around production times, shooting, filming, that doesn't work for That's treatment. A stressful, stressful. It, it's just not your most important. Right now, she needs to be looking after herself. Do you think by doing this docu-series, she's setting herself up for disaster? I I do. <laughs> she's revealing too much. We're seeing way too much of her and how she gets through the day and just her. It's just, we're just seeing too much in general. Her mindset, the people around her. It's just, I think it's just way too revealing. We already know her personal problems. And I, I just think it's too much and she's going to regret having all of this out there. I agree. I mean, I think that if I were her, like what you said, you would want to, you know, extract yourself from any tempting situations and like, uh, yeah, go I mean, live in Wisconsin I mean, it's on like great, a nice... <laughs> it's great television. You know? yes. I mean, it makes for yes. a good show. And of course, they are trying to tell this story of this this addict. Which... Nico. But I mean, but, I mean, what I'm saying is like basically, yeah, I mean, move on. Like it's not, it's too much. Look, from from watching it, the one positive thing that we can draw certainly is that it's horrible to use her as literally the guinea pig, but based, even her discussion last episode when she talked about being the example in prison, oh. she's put mm-hmm. no, but in the positive light. And I, because there's people that around the world are going to be watching this that can relate to her as addicts. I'm not talking to her, relate to her because I want to be like Lindsay or an actor or an actress. I'm talking about the struggle. For human, and what they're showing is it's still not going to be real. It's still not going to be as genuine as what a person really goes through every day once they are out of rehab. But it's giving a little bit more. And I'll give you it to the Oprah production and Pilgrim production. The way they're documenting thus far, it seems it's more real. It's less produced than, like, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So we're seeing a more real account of possibly the daily struggles, the mood changes and things and stuff of person, someone trying to relearn, teach themselves and get out of a long-lasting habit. And hopefully the best that it can do is show an example and show for other people that are addicts. Consequences for Lindsay or what? How this is going to help her health? I think it's nothing but negative. I agree. No. I agree. Now, this uh, life coach that Lindsay is seeing, her name's AJ Johnson. I think she's a hoot. She's so full of life. She brought a different so energy onto the canvas. You know, she just kind of was like a vivacious, like yeah. loving life, like knew what to do. I feel like I could trust her. I don't know why. Now, I'm curious. I'm curious if Lindsay sought her out or if Pilgrim was like, Lindsay could use a life coach (laughs) on this show. Mm. That would make a fun part of the show. But regardless of whether Lindsay sought her out or the film crew did, um, I think she's a very interesting person. Do you, I know you you mentioned that you've heard of her before and she's worked with other celebrities. What what do you know about AJ Johnson? Look, I think, um, and I have nothing against life coaches and, I mean, you do need all sorts of um, people from all different backgrounds and stuff to assist someone getting through any form of rehabilitation at the end of the day. Um, and look, if, if it works for her, Lindsay, and if she connects, great. I would like, though, however, to have seen a psychologist or psychiatrist being more involved in this production. I And I know there's lots of legal reasons why they are, so, are not in it, 
and they're not going to put mm-hmm. themselves on camera. But I would have I would have liked to see another medical licensed doctor or someone being involved and part of Team Lindsay. Can you go into why you don't think uh, they would want to be on camera? I'm just curious. I don't know much about psychology at all. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. No, look, but by certain, there's certain things that you can and cannot discuss mm-hmm. about in terms of also with your patient and uh, being broadcast. Lots of, I mean, don't get me wrong, there is a lot of celebrity psychologists and psychiatrists that are out there, but there's a lot that wouldn't want to put their own practice in a position where they could potentially lose their licence. They don't want to be involved in that. They'd rather, they treat them behind the the scenes because at the end of the day, that's their job. Their job isn't to be in front of the camera. Their job is to help a variety of people and if it happens to be actors and actresses, that's just one demographic of people. And I respect that. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. These are legit people. Yeah. Mm. So as far as we know, they've never mentioned a psychologist or a psychiatrist on the show. So we're left to assume that she's not seeing anybody. But... Mm. Now with, well, let's hope that maybe she is. I, hope, I, I really I hope she is. She could use a little. Uh, more I mean, we know she's also got prescription um, drug issues and dependency there, so she Still? has. To, yeah, oh. she, you don't. Yeah, she has to be seeing a psychiatrist. She'd have to be seeing someone that'd be getting. Maybe it's a. GP, uh, I mean, she has to be seeing a medical doctor still to be getting some form of medication. Did we see her taking medication on the show? No, not as no. yet. Oh, okay. No, they're not going to show that if, oh, if she is. Okay. How can you, how do you, I mean, is it just something you've heard on the tabloids or how can you tell? Is it just the way she acts? No, I mean, mm. I know that she's also disgusted and about her pensy, but when you've okay. been taking it, just because you get out of rehab, you don't, you have to be weaned off and given if it is all accurate, the timeline and time frame, how long she's been out and stuff like that. She, mm. yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Now, when she met with this life coach, for the first time we saw this on camera. Now, of course, this is not a psychologist, but I I just feel like if I was to meet somebody that I was going to have to connect with on a spiritual level like that and someone like a confidant in so many ways, I wouldn't want to meet them on camera for the first time. Of course, it makes a good TV, but I wouldn't want to meet someone like that for the first time and have my first session televised. Would you? I doubt you would. Do you feel like it was... You wouldn't want it televised because you wouldn't be able to open up the way you should. To I feel like first, that. yeah, I feel like it would be a waste of time because I, I, the, I, I could be talking to you and I have cameras and and you know like a team of people right here yeah. in my eye line. And how much can you really focus and be genuine and drop the walls, especially when you're first meeting someone, you're kind of feeling them out. I feel like that's a really that first introduction is so important in order to move forward. If you start with a good solid foundation. But see, now I wonder if that's what the difference is between Lindsay and the general who population. Who are Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, yeah. Because, I mean, she's grown up. She's literally grown up in front of the cameras. I feel like this is just another day to her. And her her world is so different than ours. You know, you have a good point there. Yeah, it could be. It could. She just could not even yeah, pay the mind. By now, by now, you would honestly kind of think, though, Lindsay, I mean, she is. She's very comfortable in front of the camera. Yes. By nowadays, it's got to be second nature to it. And I completely understand mm-hmm. your point, Grant. From a, we'd be like, how genuine? But is that the genuine? Is that the realness, or as raw as we're ever going to see, though? Yeah. Because we're always going to mm-hmm. see in front of the camera. Lindsay has a persona that we're always going to see, and mm-hmm. that's on camera. Mm-hmm. In order to break down and find out what she made some really good her own points in front of the camera. Whether mm-hmm. she was. No, I don't think it was scripted. I think that actually came from a heart where she was mm. saying, A, she's learning it's a process 
and it is a process, but B, I need to find the root. I need to find inside of me what made me sober. Where did that come from? And that's a process of breaking away, unfortunately, everything that the show is about, breaking away the trainers, breaking away the personal system, breaking away the media sebified, the persona of Lindsay Lohan, who is Lindsay within. Mm -hmm. She can't do that on camera, though. That's why I'm against... I'm not going to say against because I wouldn't be on this, but I am. <laughs> but I just, I in terms of long-term consequence, I don't think she's going to achieve the same what she would when she's not in front of right. the camera. Can you imagine all the people that have treated her from all the rehab stints, all the post-rehab? Can you imagine all the people involved in the process of kind of Yeah, and they're probably all up? on Stephanie's side and saying she's going to fail again if she televises this, but... That's what what can they do? I mean, that's I why I'm surprised that Oprah would be for something like this. But, you know, Oprah's all about storytelling. She's all about getting people to really, like, own up to their own truths. And I think, I mean, Oprah would get me to <laughs> own up. But, again, Lindsay is a unique individual. But I, I feel like uh, with the way that this show has such a rawness to it, I think that they're doing the best they can to make it as normal for her as possible. And I guess that goes back to, like, helping her out with getting an apartment. Right, right. You know, trying to help her live her life in the healthiest way possible and documenting it at the same time. But then when you think from a ratings, viewers, production, sure. who wants to film a normal life? That's a great If point. she's not filming anything at the moment, so we don't get to see the insides outs of on the scene, on the set, she's literally going to see a life coach going out for dinner, going to AA meetings, which we're not allowed in, by the way. Yeah. Um, I'm all right Driving with that. around. I mean, the yeah. biggest excitement that they'd be able to build is finding a freaking apartment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, as we said, hashtag first world problems. I know that. <laughs> but don't get me but, wrong, though. I'm glad this show isn't her going out to lunch with all of her childhood friends talking about getting her life back on track and who she's going to go on a date with. I'm yeah. so glad it's not that. Mm. But it is a very one-note show. It's okay. Yeah. Here's AJ. Here's AJ the second day. Now she's going to go to AJ another day. You know, yeah. oh, it, it is a lot you, of the same. You can definitely read in this episode that it was a bit of a stretch for the producers to build that drama and make an episode. But you got to yeah. work with what you've got. And I think that they knew that signing up with her, that it, it was a crapshoot. I mean, yeah. they said initially that Lindsay wouldn't agree to filming. And, I mean, if you're working with Lindsay Lohan, you have to expect that something like that might come up. So uh, hats off to them for making an episode. I, I don't <laughs> I know mean, any, they made it work. I don't yeah. know anything about the production of this show, but I just imagine for Own and for Pilgrim, this must have been a headache of a yeah. production to put together. Even yeah. though it's only, what, eight episodes? I can just imagine that it was from beginning to end a lot of back and forth. Even getting something like this launched and getting everything agreed to yeah. mm. so soon after rehab, it must have really been a mess. But it's, I mean, I'm enjoying it. So, Do you, do you think then the, what we're seeing and what we've discussed about that it could potentially have been a real headache, the whole production, do you think that's why they're holding on for viewers to keep on? That we we're all I know we're all sitting here waiting for Oprah to enter. Yeah, their whole next episode. Next, we just want to see Oprah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. do you think Oprah though? Who knows what we don't know. We're making assumptions. I realize that what went on with the production that Oprah's like, well, I'm going to appear in two. This is I'm only going to do two episodes. No. You know what? And they're like, oh crap. Well, we're going to make all these fillers in yeah. the meantime and still have mm -hmm. Oprah there because maybe Oprah was like. Look, this girl's, I don't want to be, you know, 
Oh, Oprah's yeah. going down to Long Island. That I recognize the kitchen. That's Dina's <laughs> house. <laughs> so she's on the Dana number he one. He loves Dana. Well. Who? Right. Tell us about your refrigerator. Yes, please. Well, I, I do have a, a mug shot of the of the recent DUI on my refrigerator, and I have all of the family's mug shots. And I, I not no word of a lie. I have the photo, and I, I'll prove it. I had them all. I printed out small sizes, and they were on a little mini Christmas tree. And that's <laughs> what I had in my living room for Christmas. No joke. Michael was on there. The mother that the the mother was the the star of the tree. <laughs> And then all of Lindsay throughout all the years. I mean, really, just look at those mugshots and you can see the progression. You don't even need any of the real press. All you have to do is look at those mugshots. I love them. I love them. But I'm just, I'm a little disappointed that only three of the family has mugshots. I need to oh, grow the Brent, tree. Remember, she is the eldest. Give it time. Give yeah, it give, time. I give need, Cody and that, Allie some time. Allie young. needs to get to work. She, you know, yes. She's a model now. Get involved, please. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't wish them well, but I would like another ornament on my tree. I do what? wish them well. Once Cody gets his $50,000 car from his dad, he'll crash it, and then you'll have a, a okay. mug shot. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is awful. Yeah, this is awful. This is awful. I wish them I all wanna, well. I don't want to get a Christmas card from you. Yeah. I'm going to get mug shots of like, Hollywood celebrities or something. <laughs> Shall we go into predictions for next week? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Grant, why don't you give us your prediction? So first? Oprah's making her appearance at Dina's house, correct? This is the next episode, or is this like coming up? Do we know? Uh, I don't know if it's like coming up or next or next week. Yeah, that's a good it question. Look, I think it, it was next. Oh no, you you're right, didn't they show that last? They week, showed that though? last week. Snippets, yeah, they're they? gonna string it uh, on. Now but... I feel lied to. <laughs> she All right, Lindsay. like Lindsay, I feel betrayed. Yes. <laughs> She she uh, mentioned like that she's kind of tied between own and the, wanting the uh, wanting the real show and then the production company wanting the drama and it's interesting that it's only hitting her in the third episode that this is really uh, becoming a problem and I think that's really what's just going to happen. It's just this now that she's moving into her place, it's going to be just her complaining about the production company wanting too much out of her. I think that's what we're going to hear. Good, good prediction. Who knows? How about you, Stephanie? Certainly. Look, I agree with some of that, Grant. Um, I think, though, her, I think the father, Michael's going to, I think he'd love to also have more. We're going to see him more in these feather episodes. Unfortunately, I think young Matt, I'm going to mm. call him young Matt, and we've already, they've already created this really sweet, I'm going to try everything as your personal assist, um, assistant persona for him. I think he's going to bear the brunt. I think he may. Third episode, going, what have I signed up? You know what, Lindsay, I don't want to work for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sweet. then I think the production with Amy Rice, the um, director, I think she's also going to realise the magic potentially of working with Lindsay and how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to, to your point with Matt, that it's going to be like, is he going to quit? Is he going to leave? Quit. Are they going to fire him? And it's probably not going to result in anything. <laughs> It'll probably but, be a lot now. <laughs> But I mean, just following along, you know. We'll just show snippets of when she's going off at him and, and that sort of stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's my job. I signed up for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with both of your predictions. Um, also, as we mentioned earlier about how her parents are both uh, enablers, I think that her father is going to prove to be not necessarily the best influence in her life. I feel like he'll be frequent in the upcoming episodes and she'll relapse and Maybe it could be because of a parent not being the best parent. Who knows? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, do you have some news uh, about the ratings? Right? Yeah, unfortunately, guys, it looks like Lindsay Lohan, the first episode, didn't actually hit the top ratings. It was quite low. Mm. It was definitely below a million. And wow. I think uh, it was Latoya Jackson, her reality show on OWN. Um, easily surpassed Lindsay's. So at the same time, they did hit the young de- demographic, which they were aiming for. So we'll just see how the rest of the episodes pans out. And yeah. it may take a big, you know, skyrocket when Oprah does come on the screens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Could be, but yeah. we don't know. I mean, it was a point six, right? It was, that was considered a modest rating, but mm. I mean, really. Yeah. But I, I think it's just Owen being an extended cable channel that really kind of just marginalizes a certain audience sure. just by yeah. being so distant. Very interesting. Well, we'll have to wait till like tonight maybe to see the ratings. I'm not sure how long that'll yeah, come probably, out. But we'll, probably next morning. We'll keep you all posted next week on how tonight's ratings did. And uh, thanks for watching. And where can we find you, Grant? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Grant Michael R. And you can find me on Twitter at Host McGraw or on Facebook at Stephanie McGraw. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Kylie Hodges. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. See you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.